Spook House, Episode 7. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And we're here to talk about horror movies and other bullshit. Bullshit. That's other right. Bull- it's John it's, Carpenter Month. It is John Still. Carpenter Month. Still. And we're here to talk about Mountaintop Motel Massacre. No, we're not. We're not talking about that one. <laughs> it's not a John Carpenter movie. No, it's not even remotely a John Carpenter movie. But we are going to talk about Christine. Phil's new favorite movie of all Which time. is just as bad as Mountain. <laughs> No, um, I promise well, you it's not. We'll get into it. <laughs> well, I, look, I, I know a lot of people love that movie, mm-hmm. and already they might be like, "Oh, there's Phil talking shit again." But you know what? I I've got my reasons, and I've got some very valid reasons for not loving this movie. Okay, but okay. we'll talk about it. As long as you're not dismissive of other people's opinion, then it's completely fine. No, no. Hey, look, well. I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear what goes through your brain, yeah. what was going through your brain when I asked you a couple weeks ago, like, are you sure we shouldn't do They Live? That's a great movie. And you're it's like, no, dude. Movie, though. See, that's only, only, I mean, They Live is a better movie than Neither Christine. is this. <laughs> it's a Stephen. It, I, you it's, know, I will say it's a horror. I say it's more of a horror movie than They Live is. They I, Live is a better movie. I yes. was more scared watching Cars than this. <laughs> I've never seen Cars. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> exactly. No, but we'll get into it. I know a lot of people like Christine, and there's some good, there's some good points to it. We had somebody actually on our Instagram say it was his favorite movie, which is cool. You know. Yeah, I want to show you some other movies, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll you know get into it. We'll get into it eventually. We'll into it. So but first, let's talk about. So, what did you, did you watch? Anything this week? You know what? I haven't really watched a whole lot. I got finally got around to watching As Above, So Below. Have I you seen that? I watched it too. I watched that movie too. Really? Okay. Yeah, like it. yeah. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was okay. It wasn't awful. It was but okay. Just... For like, as far as like a found footage movie goes, it was yeah, pretty good. I guess it was. It was kind of like the Tomb Raider of the uh, found footage. Yeah, thing. it was very Tomb Raider ish. Yeah, it was uh like Tomb Raider meets Blair Witch. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair comparison. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't think it was awful, but at times points I was like, this is just kind of. Yeah, for me, I, I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't want to watch it again. But yeah. I was entertained. It was, was. a solid was. watch. It was. It wasn't. You know, it's. it's there's less better kill your afternoon kind of movies than, than uh, a much exactly. worse kill your afternoon movies. Yeah. Other than that, though, that's the only horror movie I've watched. Okay. Okay. I rewatched Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. How many times do you say "fuck" in that one scene? A lot. This is the great. only reason why it's rated R. <laughs> yeah, but it's well worth it to it keep is. that in. It's so funny. It's like, oh yeah, that's a John Hughes movie. Is that right? Yeah. That's right. That's a great movie. It really is. I watch it every November. And Alyssa made me watch Sleepless in Seattle. What did you think? We found a VHS copy of it. Tom Hanks is a phenom. 
he is a national treasure. <laughs> Even when he's in bad movies, it's still like, you know what? But I fucking love You Tom know what? Hanks. It was it was a good movie. It uh-huh. was very sappy. Yeah. Wouldn't really work today. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. It's about Tom Hanks. He like calls into a radio show mm-hmm. after his wife died and Meg Ryan is listening across the country and like falls in love with Tom Hanks and decides to go to Seattle to it's yeah. It it's very of its time. Okay. <laughs> you know, the yeah. age of social media doesn't really make sense. But yeah. well, it's I a mean, good movie. Yeah. Cool, cool. Where did you find this did you find this that little shop of horrors in Durham too? No. <laughs> this was another place. But yeah, I got a sweet little VHS collection started there. Nice. Good for you. I need to get I really need to go to the, the little shop of horrors. It looks really sweet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you just, would love it. I just never have time to go. And like every time I get off, it's like oh, it's, and then they close at six o'clock, and I don't get off work until six o'clock. And I was like, Damn yeah, <laughs> you could just like get your mom to drop you off there in the morning, yeah. <laughs> and you would stay in there all day. She'd be like, now Jason, go look around. And don't tear like, up anything. Exactly. And then I would here's leave five dollars. <laughs> sitting there, I was like, here, okay, I've been here all afternoon. Here's five dollars. Right, here's two fifty for VHS. Then your mom comes to pick you back up, and you're like, but mom, they got a copy of uh, Scream Three. I need it so bad. Attack of Killer Water Bottles, or whatever the fuck it is that you watch. Okay, if I saw a movie called Attack of the Killer Water Bottles on VHS, I would scoop that up in a heartbeat. I know you would. <laughs> Actually, they had a copy of Scream 2 and 3. I almost bought it. Just oh, because got, I found it. You got an unsealed, or you got a sealed uh, A sealed copy of Scream. of Scream for like six bucks. If you're ever in Durham, North Carolina, check out Little Shop of Horrors. It was pretty awesome. And they don't just have VHS tapes. They have no, they have like board. DVDs yeah. and shirts and posters. And I saw their socks. I like socks. socks yeah. collection was pretty sweet. Everybody needs socks. Everybody needs socks. So how about you, Jason? Have you watched anything? Actually, worth a shit. Worth a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I should add that. Well, it's all a ma- it's all a matter of taste, of course. <laughs> of course, and of course, I have none. So, what I watched, I watched Stranger. I finally finished Stranger Things three this week. I'm on episode four. We were kind of burning through them last night. Yeah, it's. I, I Does it get this, better? I like it a lot better in season two. So far, I. I have to disagree. Really? Well, I'm on a, like episode four, and I've heard some people say that like. You know, they weren't sold on season three, but the ending won them over. So I'm hoping that happens. I really did enjoy them. I really enjoyed the season overall. I thought it was, I thought they, I thought of all the seasons, they really nailed the eightiesness the most of, of this one. So one thing I've noticed, one thing, all right, I, I loved the first season of Stranger Things because it wasn't so. Remember this from the eighties? Yeah, okay, yeah. It just felt like it came from the eighties, which mm-hmm. is what was so special about it. Yeah, this one's kind of like remember this song? Yeah, okay, I can understand. Hey, that. remember yeah. these clothes? <laughs> it's the eighties, right? You remember? Yeah. It's like no, you're kind of ruining what I loved about Story. the first season. Yeah, kind of. Uh, it's a little nitpicky, but. Phil's middle name is nitpicky. Phil, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what? I tell it like it is. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, it's good so far. I'm not saying I hate it, mm-hmm. but mm. so you realize you know you know who Maya's parents are. Whose parents? The the new girl on the show. No, that works with Steve. R- yeah, yeah. Who? She's Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's kid. Oh, okay. She looks just like both of them. It's hilarious hmm. to me. Didn't know that. Yeah. So when you when you pick up the old binge and watch again. All right. I think she was a nice little addition to the to the series. She's fun. Yeah. Well, 
I'm only on season. I mean, episode four yeah, right now. I don't so we'll say anything. So I don't. I don't well, know yeah, anything. we'll do a little recap once I'm done with it. Cool. But Sounds good. So far, so so average. So that. <laughs> So to, uh, last night, Sorry. I watched. I even took a picture for the Instagram. I watched Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Mm-hmm. It is not good. Yeah, but I, I could imagine. I had a blast watching it. So yeah, screw screw. All. Totally worthy of an Instagram post, by the way. We got <laughs> lots of likes. Okay. Yeah. Lots okay. of likes. We'll talk about that. And I was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jason feels going to take the uh, ring on Instagram. Probably, I'm going like, to change the it. password. <laughs> Jason, no. if you post Puppet Master 6 one more goddamn time. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched, so yeah, I watched that. It was just a goofy 80s movie. And then I also, I finally watched Lords of Salem, or Lords of Chaos. <laughs> Lords yeah. of, I've seen Lords of Salem as well. Lords <laughs> of Chaos is a little bit better, I think. Yeah. What do you think? I liked it. I enjoyed it. The murder scene was pretty absurd. I don't know if exactly what happened, but I was like, okay. Oh, you mean the one at the end? Yeah, the one at the end. Spoiler alert. Well, I mean, that is what happened. I know, as far as like how exactly it happened, yeah. that's open to interpretation, I guess. Because I know he said he did it in self-defense. Was his whole, when Varg's, his whole thing was he did it in self-defense. I highly I doubt that. Highly doubt, yeah. You know Varg is kind of a piece of shit. Man. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah I, 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 like I a racist a piece of shit. Yeah, I listen to a whole podcast about the yeah. whole He's a horrible thing. person. I Fuck him. Yeah, and Jonas Ackerman's pretty great because he did a lot of like great music videos that you think of like for like the best music videos. I'm pretty sure he did the Smack My Bitch Up music video. Hmm. What? Wait, was that the, the director? director. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't. He's a music or cool. I guess nobody really cares about music videos anymore. Yeah, but he came from that world. Okay, but I thought Rory Calkin did a great job. Yeah, he did a really good job, and you really sympathize with his character at the end. Like, yeah, that's. I remember when it started. I couldn't remember who killed who. I didn't remember if Barg killed. Right. Or I didn't. I couldn't remember if he <clears throat> killed Barg. But then I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Barg killed Euronymous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd loosely known the story of Mayhem. Yeah. I knew it didn't end well. But <laughs> well, he tells you as soon as the movie starts that this doesn't end well. I didn't know the suicide scene came so early. I didn't know. Oh, when Dead killed himself? Yeah. That yeah, was I knew pretty, that. That was pretty brutal. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be as brutal as it was. Ooh. That was like really realistic and like. Like, did did you Google fuck. did you Google the album cover after it happened? I mean, I'd seen it yeah. before many it's, times. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. So it's yeah. A, actually it's not brutal. It's pretty metal. Anyway, black metal, black good stuff. Metal. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get into it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna show up wearing corpse paint next episode. <laughs> Please do. That'd be great. You know, actually, before I was when I was listening to that podcast, Dead would like bury himself. And then go to the shows like filthy and dead because he just was out there just trying to be dead. God, that's so edgy. <laughs> Don't cut yourself <laughs> on that edge. <laughs> well, he did cut himself. Oh, he did. <laughs> that's when he killed himself. He didn't use a knife. He used to Yeah, he cut himself on the edge. <laughs> Before we get into Christine, how about we do a little bit of horror news? All right, so it was kind of light on the horror news this, this week. Uh, a lot of trailers kind of came out. Mm-hmm. They finally released a trailer for... Creep show, the Shutter movie. I like, saw not, it not today. Show, the Shutter TV, TV series. Show. Yeah, uh, I think they're adapting some Stephen King and some Joe Hill mm-hmm. properties. Which well, hey, cool. good for Shutter. I, I like. I hope it does good. I really like the first Creep. Second Creep show kind of sucks. I haven't seen it in a while, but the yeah, raft, I remember you're right. The raft is really good, mm-hmm. but the other two are just kind of crappy. Okay, but I really enjoyed the first Creep show movie. All right, well, Creep show has TV series written all over it, it when really you think does. about it. And you know, it was based on the Tales from the Crypt comic books before the TV yeah. show. The Tales from the Crypt I think TV it would be show. better suited for a TV series than a 
than a movie. Yeah, and I've been really, I think everybody's been kind of itching for an anthology kind of TV show like this. Because I remember they almost had Tales from the Crypt came out again, but it got caught mm-hmm. up in legal turmoil because who owns the rights. Did you watch the latest Twilight Zone? The one I that Jordan Peele that hosted? I, I watched the first episode. It was okay, but I can't really speak for the rest. But I heard it was just kind of meh. It kind of felt like it could have just been any other show, like, I don't know, Black Mirror or something, yeah. but Jordan Peele introduced each episode. Yeah. It was like, this is the Twilight Zone, but, but other than that, it was like, ever, well. Have you ever gone back and watched the Black and White Twilight Zone episodes? Like, I, recently? I know, in the no, I've, I honestly, I've only watched a few episodes of the they're Twilight still, Zone. They're still pretty good. Now, some really? of them kind of, uh, you guys put them I mean, in. Somebody right now was like, what? Yeah, watch the Twilight Zone. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm but sorry. You got to put some of them. You know, a time capsule came out like the fifties and sixties, so some right. are going to be dated or not scary anymore because they've been mm-hmm. done to death. But it still holds up pretty well. Cool. Creep Show is uh, coming to Shutter, and the trailer comes out, and the creep looks pretty cool. He looks practical, which is always a positive. Is it big boy in it. Hmm? Outcast, big boy. Maybe. No, I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, nice. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> big boy with a with an eye coming at you. <laughs> Outcast everlasting. Yeah. So they also released a trailer for it. I guess this is kind of the final trailer for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be chapter two, which you're not a big fan of chapter one, were you? A lot of people love this movie. It seems like, you know, general, like critical and... Well, didn't it make $100 million? Yeah, it was a very popular movie. And there was some... Look, my biggest problem with it was... So you had the Losers Club. Yep. And it would just follow each kid for a while. It would kind of like tell you their story. Yeah. And then Pennywise will show up <laughs> and the kid gets away. And then they get to the next kid and they kind of tell you the story. And then Pennywise shows uh, up. Yeah. And then the kid gets away. And they do that through every kid for the movie. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. that w- It felt like a fun house. Like, oh, scary clown popped out. Yeah. Oh, almost got gotcha. you. And that's kind of how the book is written. Because and now the grand is more like Pennywise would pop up more and he would just kill kids randomly that weren't really in the bar of the book. See, can't. show me some more of that. Yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes I feel like as big as this book is, I'm glad they're doing two movies, but sometimes I wonder if some of the Stephen King, like the bigger properties, wouldn't work better yeah. as a miniseries as opposed to... So I hope chapter two is better, but I can't help but think that it'll kind of be the same thing. Like they'll follow this adult for uh-huh. a little while and yeah. Pennywise will pop up and play on their old fear and then something scary will happen and then oh my god and well I mean that kind of happened in the original miniseries have you watched that recently oh it doesn't hold up that much at all ooh yeah but it's it's, it's did you know old. that Tommy Lee Wallace directed that I did not realize that yep I, th- I may have known at some point but I completely forgot it's John Carpenter yeah. month so hey you gotta acknowledge it you wanna do it next week instead no <laughs> <laughs> I met Tommy Lee Wallace once where at? at a horror hound convention in 2007, I drove. I think it took. Is that in Jersey. I think it took over. No, it was Indiana. We drove Jeez. all the way through. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is like 2007. Oh wow! I believe, man, it was tough. But yeah, I met Tommy Lee Wallace and talked to him for a bit. Cool Did guy. You give him a hug. No. Thanks for being amazing. <laughs> So yeah, Tommy Lee Wallace, cool guy. Yeah, so what else do you got, Jason? So, the new Terminator's coming out. Now, this isn't a horror movie, although some of the first Terminator has some kind of scary elements. I'm sure anybody it. listening to this loves T2. I As would, do I. So. Greatest I action think, movie ever? Yes. Probably. Yeah. I genuinely think the first Terminator's an amazing movie, too. 
Yeah. It doesn't it's have a skeleton to the second one, sure, but no. I still think it's a really, really, really solid action movie. But they have confirmed that your boy Eddie Furlong yep. is going to be in this movie. To what extent, I don't know. I don't want to read too much into this movie because I've got... I'm trying to taper my hopes for this one just because Terminator has really just let me down ever since T2. You know, they have really been trying to make this a thing for the longest time. They're like, it's a new Terminator. Yeah, it's a new Terminator. And people are just like... Connor Chronicles on Fox, I remember, you know, in like the mid-2000s. It's just like, yeah, it's not happening. Just just, stop trying to make it a thing. I want it to be a thing so bad because I remember I rented Terminator 2 so many times when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. It was. It genuinely was my favorite movie. It's still one of my favorites, but it, you know, I, I want this to be a good movie. James Cameron's is back for this movie. How back is he? What? Was he just like in the in the room where the meeting took place? He was like gave a thumbs up. And they're like, James Cameron is back. It's, I Wait, mean, it's possible. Is he directing? No, he's not directing. The okay. guy who directed Deadpool is directing this. Okay. But yeah, so I, I'm trying to taper my my hopes for it, but I'm still just like, ugh, it just I want it to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm just hey, so do I. Yeah, but yeah, Edward Furlong. Hopefully he's clean and sober. For now, this. okay. The last time I saw Edward Furlong was, which was about 2012 or 13. He was looking thick. He's looking thick. He's got what I like to call the coke bloat to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, locked away in a hotel. Yeah, eating cheeseburgers, doing coke, drinking beer. Yeah, it just uh, he doesn't look super healthy. Hey, look, you know what? I know Edward Furlong gets shit on, and of course he's had like public battles with drug addiction and whatever. Got to, or I know his kid got taken away from him at one point. Yeah, something about his kid tested positive for cocaine. Yeah, that's kind Did of. Did you an know issue. he was married or dating the girl from Freddy vs. Jason? The lead actress? No, I did not know that. The one that delivered the amazing line, Jason died by water, Freddy by fire. How can we use can that? We... <laughs> Remember we got kicked out of that movie when we were in high school? Yeah, that's right. Oh, quick little <laughs> side story here. So in 2003, when Freddy vs. Jason came out, me and Jason went to see it we in did. Kinston, North Carolina. And when the movie ended, we got out. And we thought that movie was so fucking badass. We were like, you want to go see it again? We were 15, by the way. Yeah, we were. Could could we drive? We couldn't drive at this point, right? Well, let's see. 2003. No, No, we definitely couldn't drive. I bet I had my license. I probably drove us. No, but no, because somebody. Either way. Well, 15 or 16. Either way, we were like, yo, let's go see that again. So we had the bright idea of like, well, I'm just going to put my thumb over the time on the ticket and show it to the guy. and. And these it worked for me. These weren't just any guys, by the way. These were police officers they had hired. Yeah, they had Friday cops. Night. Remember back in the day when well, cops go, used to hang out? If you go to Alamo like on Friday night, they've got police officers there. What? Yeah, I've been saw every movie theater I've been like on Friday or Saturday nights. They have like at least one police officer there just because. Oh, America. Okay. Oh, America. Anyways, <laughs> so I get through the first person. And he was like, "All right, go on through," and I make it about fifteen feet. Like walking down the uh, the hallway I to get to the theater, day and then I hear like, "Excuse me, sir, come here." And I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> I knew before I even turned around. <laughs> Jason was looking at me like, 
dude, we're busted. <laughs> and we got escorted out of the theater. And we had we couldn't even say in the parking lot. We had to go to the walk to the Walmart parking lot. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, we must not yeah, have driven. Your dad, your dad was, I think your dad. Came I probably went inside Walmart and was like, can I use your phone? Hey, Dad, can you go pick us up from Walmart? What are you doing at Walmart? Oh, we just decided we needed to come over here for we, something. We didn't. We decided last minute we didn't want to go see the movie again. <laughs> Don't worry about why. We just didn't think we should do it again. Yeah. So, Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> it was well worth it. What a great movie. Could you totally holds up. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not, not at all. So, anyways. Freddy versus Jason. Place your bets. Oh, God. So, anyways. Edward Furlong used to date her. And I hope Edward Furlong, no shit, has cleaned up his act. And he's sober and doing well. Because why wouldn't you want somebody to... Rebound from they something like that. Those in the Night of the Demons remake. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. they must have met there. Hmm. Right. They were in s- so embarrassed by doing that movie together. <laughs> they were like, "Well, I guess we're stuck with each other now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hey, Eddie F, if you're listening, you're not. I hope you come back and kill it. In Maybe Terminator Two. Open the door for Pet Cemetery Three. Hey, was there anybody cooler than Edward Furlong when you were a kid? No, not at all. Did you he want a, a dirt bike? Did, did you want a dirt bike when you were a kid? Yes. Goddamn right you did. He had a debit because card. Edward Furlong. Right. He had a, a debit card. He could hack into an ATM machine. She's not my mother, Todd. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. I was like, God, that kid's cool. Right? <laughs> Gosh. Speeding off, listening to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> His best friend had the sweetest mullet of all time. Yeah, probably. from Salute Your Shorts. Oh, see, I've never seen that show. Buttnick. Buttnick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so that's that. So one more thing we've got here. All right. And that's going to be what everybody's talking about, the Halloween sequels. Mm-hmm. Plural. Yep. They're called... Confirmed. Confirmed. And they're not going to be out the same month like some people were rumors were. Thank God. Thank God. So next Halloween will be Halloween Kills. And then the weekend after... And then the year after that will be Halloween Ends. ends. Not a fan of these subtitles. Subtitles? Yeah, or is it? Are they not subtitles? Just Halloweenians, Halloween kills. I mean, the title of the movie. Well, yeah. Well, it's not a subtitle. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess it's not. Yeah, I guess. Okay. It's not. It's just, <laughs> okay. The title. You're not a fan of the title of these movies. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, the titles are. I guess it doesn't really eh. matter at all. I guess as it doesn't. Long as the movies there, but I was like, what? I guess they. They should have just called it Halloween 2. I wouldn't have given a shit. Well, see, but then that gets well, then you got because it's technically Halloween 3, and they've had, it will be the third Well, Halloween Rob 2. Zombie's Halloween's don't exist. Who cares? So. Didn't they make $100 million? Not Halloween 2. The first one did good because people were like, oh, this is probably good. And then they saw it, and they were like, no, it's not. <laughs> so Halloween 2 didn't do, do too well. So no. Either way, the titles. The titles are whatever. Yeah, they're kind of dumb. They're kind of basic. But I'm more interested to see, one, is Jamie Lee in both of them? I already know. Yes, she is. Well, they, they won't, I'm sure they won't confirm, because they said she's only in one of them, not Can the other you one. Please? And then Wait, just, what? No, no, I'm saying if they said like she's in the second one, but she's not in the third one, oh, I confirm. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. But she's going to be in both. I'm sure. Please kill her in the first ten minutes, please. Um, yeah, I'm tired of. I'm tired of Halloween versus uh, Michael Myers versus the Strodes. Like, Laurie Strode is back for the sixth time to face Michael. 
they're not brother and sister anymore, but who the fuck cares? It's still about them two. Look, as, like I said in whichever episode it was, as long as she's not Sarah Connor, Laurie Strode, locked and loaded with shotguns, ready to kick Michael's ass, I'll, I'll be, I'll accept it. You'll yeah. accept it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just tired of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I look. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's been great for the series, and yeah. she's a great actress. But yeah. and I'm 100 with you on that. I, yeah. I'm tired of Jamie Lee Curtis or Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers. That's for sure. And just, Jamie Lee is here to eat Activia and kick some ass. <laughs> she, she's glad. and she's no longer the spokesperson for Activia. <laughs> so watch out, Michael. <laughs> she's got the cleanest colon around. That's right. The cleanest colon of any deadly assassin. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I, I'm fine with it. Look, I'm I'm stoked that, for one, they're not releasing them in the same weekend. Yes. Thank you for coming to your senses. Thank that would have been dumb. Now, we don't know if that was ever really considered. Yeah. We just know that was just a rumor coming around. Oh, uh, John Carpenter is assuming, he posted it to his Instagram, so I'm assuming that he's going to be on board for both of them. Which, thumbs up. I'm sure he's like, how much money did you guys give me last time? I'd be like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, how much? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck around on my synthesizer for you. Yeah, absolutely. I like, love, please do, John. Yeah, please. I'll get, I, love, I love getting Cody work. I'll be in the room while Cody's yeah. doing everything. And Dave Davies is kid. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. JC back. And I'm a... It looks like, and David I heard Morgan Danny Green, McBride and, and Danny McBride wrote both. I think both of them, maybe. That's what I heard. I yeah. know David Gordon Green's directing both of them, mm-hmm. and I think they're still. Writing. I'm sure Danny McBride will be the writer for it, which is cool. That's fine, you know. There's been lots of comedians doing horror activities here recently. Well, I mean, they they did well on the first one. I like that they they seem to get it. Yeah, you know, for the most part. Tone down the comedy, please. You don't want peanut butter on your penis? No. Like, Way down? Big time. Give me dark, pissed off Halloween. Give me that. Not, hey, here's a punchline. <laughs> I mean, I liked, the, I liked Halloween 2018. I did too. For the most part, it's not without faults. I mean, it, comedy being one of them. But we'll get into that. But yeah, I, I think it's safe to say that we're both looking forward to... The new Halloweens. Halloweens. <laughs> yeah. Plural. Yeah. Hey, Halloween yeah. kills. Why not? Halloween ends. I wonder if... But does it? But does it? Yeah. It'll, well, it'll, it'll end for about five or six years. And yeah. And like, hey, people wonder where Michael Myers is up to these days. Yeah, pretty much. It'll be like Halloween 4 all over again. Wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> so now we are going to talk about Christine... Yes. The reason we are here, and boy, let me tell you, Jason. Yeah. We could have picked out a lot of different John Carpenter movies, but I'm so glad that you landed on this one and we're like, Phil, we should do Christine. I and I was like, this movie. And I was like, are you sure? It sounds kind of fucking dumb. I've never watched it. You're like, no, it's a good movie, dude. So I was like, okay, we'll do Christine. I enjoy it. Okay. Don't come at me all hostile, okay? Sorry. <laughs> Get your fucking mitts off me, motherfucker. <laughs> Get your mitts off me, motherfucker. There's nothing better than calling somebody a shitter, except maybe pussy. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue in this movie. It's like, what planet was this filmed on? Nobody talks like this. Would you like to know why the language is like it is? 
Yeah, go ahead and tell me up front before we get into it. So, was it Columbia? It was a Columbia movie, right? So they bought the rights to this movie, and they wanted a hard R rating. Oh, that's right. John Carpenter was just coming off the thing. And he did not want a hard R rating. That's right. So that's why there's so much unnecessary unnecessary cursing in it. Yeah, so I don't know if they're contractually obligated to give an R-rated movie, but they're like, this is what the studio wants. So, okay, we'll, mm. we'll tone down the violence, but they won't, we'll just make just unnecessary cursing. Couldn't they just like time. showed some boobs and sacrificed a lot of this awkward dialogue? Just throw in a little sex scene to get that R rating. Who would the sex scene have been? I don't know. Lee and uh, Derpy Face. What was his name? Arnie. <laughs> Dennis, both of them. <laughs> they're doing good hook up with Kelly Preston, John Travolta's wife. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> the blonde girl that had a big crush on her in the movie. Oh, that was that's, John Travolta's yeah, wife? Yeah, that's John Travolta's wife. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of John Travolta, he'll show up in this movie later. Dude, I wrote you know the what I'm talking about. same yeah. day. day I Buddy. Wrote, I wrote Dime Store John Travolta. Over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the great value brand of John Travolta. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's, let's get notes. into this. Let's dissect this piece of shit. Christine was released on December 9th. 1983 had a budget of 10 million and it grossed 21, which is pretty good, I guess. A success, but not a great one, especially considering how big Stephen King was at the time. Right. This is when he was like kind of in the stratosphere. And considering that, well, Carpenter was just coming off the thing which flopped, which sounds weird to say. Like that's a fucking travesty. And even critics, everybody hated it. Yeah. And Time Magazine, I believe they called Christine, and I quote, Carpenter's best since Halloween. And I disagree. Well, you know, so I'm trying to think, what didn't, he did escape from New York between this, between Halloween and this. Well, e- either that or the thing are way better than or this. Or the fog, even the fog. Yeah, it, either of those three. Yeah. The movie always, like, look, it still looks like a John Carpenter movie. Not as much as some of his other movies, but it still has that feel to it as a John Carpenter movie. Yeah, yeah. With a couple extra lens players well, in there. Well, Dean Cundy isn't yeah, I didn't on this Cundy. one. Yeah, but it still felt like they could have needed. They could have used Dean Cundy on this. I mean, overall, the movie looks good and it's directed well, yeah. but it's just the content itself, which is why I'm like, ugh. Uh. So let's get into it. All right. Right off the bat. Okay. My eyes immediately roll to the back of my head because I hear bad to the bone, <laughs> which makes me go like, "Oh God, this fucking song again!" You don't like now? Thurgood. It's uh, it's not that I don't like George Thurgood; he's fine, whatever. But that song is it's just one of those songs that I never need to hear again for the rest of my life. It's like any <laughs> ACDC song. It's like I'm good. I don't need to hear it. Hey, have you heard Smells Like Teen Spirit? Nope. Don't need to hear it again for the 800th time. I'm good. I got it locked <laughs> in the brain. Now, to be fair, okay. Bad to the Bone came out in 82. Yeah. And this movie was filmed December of 82. Okay. So, it was one of the first movies to use it, but I know like Problem Child 1 and 2 used it. T2? To use it, a lot of movies use it. I mean, yeah. I, I looked up a list of the movies that have used "Bad to the Bone," really? and it's extensive. I forgot "Problem Child" hadn't had it. It makes yeah. I, I remember it now, but I forgot it was in there. Yeah, yeah. So right off the bat, I'm like, okay, I'll forgive it. And we get the scene of Christine in the factory being assembled. Yes. Yeah. And this car came out bad. 
Oh, bad to the bone. Yeah. Could you imagine being in a scene like just at work and smoking a cigar? Yeah. Well, this was early eighties. I'm sure they. Well, this is in the fifties. This would be in the same. What's the fifties? Oh, yeah. that's right. So they used different film stock to film the intro. I think that makes sense. Yeah, like it gave it like a softer look. Yeah. I think they used like Fuji something. Fuji stock film or something. It gave it a kind of glowing 50s-esque look to it. Oh, I didn't know And that. then when it starts in modern day, it you know uses whatever film they use. So. Technicolor? I don't know. Something like that. Technicolor. Kodak. Yeah, so the intro, we get the car being assembled, and the guy smokes a cigar. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> gets in the front seat of Christine. <laughs> oh, wait, no. First, we get the guy puts his fingers on the hood or yeah. something and yeah. Christine closes on them and it's like oh this car is bad it's bad some <laughs> bo- some cars are born evil yeah like a Plymouth Fury get it that's right yes and the guy gets in the front seat and drops some cigar ash on it and Which is, Christine's like mm mm this car is cherry guy. yeah and then I don't know how he dies, but Christine kills him. and they he lung cancer. He dies of lung cancer yeah, in the front seat. Within two minutes. Yeah. And then they open the door, and the guy falls out, and it's like, whoa, this is a killer car. Great plot. So <laughs> how much cocaine were you doing, Stephen King? Hey, man. He did make m- maximum overdrive shortly after this. What was his deal with cocaine and killer cars? Because he was doing all the coke. All the coke. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been on cocaine? You'd be like, you know what? This car can go fast. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the uh, the next scene we get, so it says September 78. Yep. September 12th, 1978 in Rockbridge, California. Okay. I wrote it down. And did you know that this was filmed in the same neighborhood as Halloween? I did read that. And it kind of looks like it, too. That yeah. was my first thought. I was like, huh, that kind of looks like Halloween. This was filmed in Pasadena, Surprised right? you didn't see Michael Myers scooting around the neighborhood there. <laughs> <laughs> Only behind some clothesline staring at folks. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, what, Pasadena, right? You know where? Yeah, Pasadena. Yeah, I gotcha. South Pasadena. So, oh, okay. <laughs> no, so, not East Pasadena. Actually. Actually. <laughs> South Pasadena. South Pasadena over there by Eight Mile Road. Okay. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street was filmed in Pasadena as well. Really? Yeah, same neighborhood, I believe. I believe. I'm pretty sure. You're pretty sure? Yeah. If I'm wrong, whatever. Somebody please hit the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dennis comes in to pick up our protagonist, I guess. He's your boy Arnie. I can't decide what Arnie's supposed to be. At this point, you realize, oh yeah, 80s nerds were the worst kind of nerds because they were always so over the top. Yeah. Like, he comes out, he, the, you know, the garbage falls everywhere. Yeah. He runs out, he gets his feet all wet, then his mom's like, make sure, he gives him her lunch, like, make sure you get it cold, because there's yogurt in here. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, I'm such a nerd. Yeah, oh, I don't like, even know how to walk straight. Exactly. They really overdid the... <laughs> so when Dennis first pulls into the driveway, mm-hmm. he's just, he can hear some music playing, and Arnie's mom, who, by the way, deserves the Best Actress Award. No, she doesn't. She's like... You might as well, she starts talking about, like, you need to turn that down. That's noise pollution. And she says, and I quote, you might as well be dumping toxic waste on our lawn. <laughs> it's like, yeah, same thing. I thought it was D. Wallace for a second. I was like, is that D. Wallace? Dude, just hamming it up? This and then lady like, no. can't act worth a shit. 
I hope she's just cashing those residual checks every time it comes on AMC during Fear Fest. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then, yeah, they, they really drive home the 80s thing, and they go to the high school, and he's, or they have a conversation about, hey, they need to get him laid for his senior year. Okay, and again, back already to the who talks like this, what world is this set in? This is my favorite bit of dialogue in the movie. Arnie's riding shotgun with Dennis, and Dennis says, hey, Arnie, I was thinking. And Arnie goes, uh-oh. <laughs> Dude, you don't think. You just it's, throw football. Uh-oh. There goes Dennis thinking again. I told you about that whole thinking thing. Dennis is like, you know, Arnie, we need, it's about time to get you laid. <laughs> and Dennis is like, what about Sally Hayes? She's a walking sperm bank. I would know. <laughs> then Arnie says, I don't think I have the minimum deposit to open an account. <laughs> then Dennis says, you carry your life savings between your legs. Arnie says, I think maybe I'll just beat off. And end scene. Hey, you know, wow. You know, okay, so this wow. is, okay, okay. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, in 2019, yeah, that's pretty rough dialogue. Maybe in 1978. No, any time ever. That's okay, like, I've got a what? question for you. Were you alive in 1978, Phil? No, sir, I was not. Exactly. And you, when you watch Halloween, you know, I think, hmm, some of this dialogue is kind of cringy. It's nowhere near as bad as this. That's like, what the fuck? That's, that's just unforgivable. unforgivable. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So, so the next scene, we got the hallway at school and, you know. Of course, Arnie, he's a big nerd. He can't figure out how lockers work. Yeah, how do lockers work? Zoinks. <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, that's when they first see the new girl, Lee. That's right, Lee. The only Baywatch member who I think was not, in play, was not a playmate. And once again, back already to what world is this set in? Okay. One of Dennis's friends says, she looks smart, but she's got the body of a slut. And Dennis is like, yeah. It's like, what is happening right now? Well, what? So you got to think, this movie came out when like Porky's was popular at the time, and they talk worse than this. Well, yeah, it's not like so much. It's not that they're like being overly vulgar or anything. Yeah. That's one thing, but it's like the way they're saying certain things. It's okay. like, who the fuck wrote this movie? Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, and what I will say, Stephen King does write like this some of the dialogue in his books. Believe yeah. it or not, I mean, you really I believe Stephen, it. yeah, and some of his his dialogue, especially if he gets to like sex scenes in his books, are pretty cringy from time to time. Uh, okay. Yeah, so some of that probably comes from no. Was King-ness. Stephen King was he married like? During his heyday, which oh, we'll, yeah. we'll say like... He's been married since, even before he was famous. Same woman? Same woman everything. The entire time? The entire time. Okay. He's had one wife, and, it, and I think that he got married to her in college, or like oh, fresh wow. out of college. Huh. So she was there with him through the, the rough times when he was clearly an addict, and she got him clean. And Okay. Yeah. Or him, and I think him and his agent or manager got him clean. Hmm. Yeah. All right. But yeah, some of his dialogue does come off this way. All right. And I, I, I enjoy Stephen King. I've read several of his books. I haven't read all his books. It's mm-hmm. just a fuck ton of books. But yeah, he, some of his dialogue can be like this. Gotcha. Then we get the, the shop scene, the bully scene. You know, Dennis is like, hey, where's Arnie? And somebody's like, oh, they got his, they got his lunch. And Buddy's <laughs> got his, you know, yogurt. Or yeah. Whatever. And this is, this is classic Stephen King bully territory. 
he kind of harps on the whole bully. Well, I'm pretty thing sure he was kind of bullied growing up. Okay, because you can see, but he was definitely like, the, and I've realized they like, always have fucking switchblades too in Stephen King. I was going to point that out. Like, does everybody carry a switchblade in the eighties? Like, uh, like if you look at all his movies, like it's always a guy like, hey, dice. Yeah. Oh, he's got a switchblade. <laughs> Watch out for dice. He's it's bad. Always, it's always because like this guy, uh, great value, John Travolta has yeah, a switchblade. Henry Bowers Discount from the, the It miniseries has a switchblade. That's right. Uh, Eyeball from Stand By Me has a switchblade. Holy shit, you're right. And all the bullies in Stephen King movies oh have fucking God. switchblades. It's always like some badass wearing black with an earring, and <laughs> he's like pops his little switchblade out. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's cool. Yeah, and they're always about to cut somebody before somebody comes in. Yeah, they're like. It his friends are always like egging him on. They're like, "Yeah, violently murder this kid for no reason." <laughs> That's what that drives me He's crazy. Like, hey, I was later. about to murder you, but this teacher broke it up. <laughs> and he was like, "You'll be sorry. I, I, you didn't let me murder you about this, you piece of shit." <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, you're about to murder somebody ever. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I told an authority figure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you rat me out. I'm gonna stab you. Oh, that seems fair. <laughs> you didn't let me stab you, so I'm definitely going to stab you now. So we got Discount, John Travolta. He's being a bully. His name's Buddy. Buddy the bully. Yeah, and he pulls out a switchblade and throws Arnie down, and his friends are like, come on, stick him. Now, Dennis punches Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, so Buddy's friend. The big one. Yeah. The fat one, yeah, yeah. Buddy's friend, the the fat guy. I, I don't know. I, I don't. It doesn't matter what his name is. So he punches Dennis and Dennis grabs him by the, the dick. Does he punch Dennis? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Either way, he grabs him by the dick. And he just grabs him by the dick to get him to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess it's, it's it'll be effective. Effect, you it's know, an effective move. But it's still that would like, that would make you go, whoa, what's going on? Here? You would think you would just like kick him in the nuts and not just sexually assault because that was just straight. He like grabbed it and like held it there and was like almost like looked into his eyes like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, he grabbed that dick and he threw him down to the ground and said, "How'd you like that, dick face?" <laughs> right. And then the teacher breaks it up and sends Buddy to the office. But before Buddy goes, he does a little karate. He's like, I'll fix you. I'll fix you. You're going to wish you were never fucking born. <laughs> like right in front of Arnie's Rex face. Rex Quando. Rex Quando, I'll fix you, buddy. <laughs> it's like, wow. So after this, Dennis is driving Arnie home. And this is when Arnie first sees Christine. Now, did the guy who sell, sold him the car, did he look familiar to you at all? Yes, he did, Jason. He was Old Man Marley in Home Alone. Yes, he was. Old Man Marley from Home Alone sells Arnie the car for two. Was it two hundred fifty bucks? Something like that. Two fifty, yeah. Yeah, tree feety, tree feety. <laughs> and of course, Dennis is trying to talk him out up the whole time because this car is a total beater at this point. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it even start. Yeah, it's like beat to shit. And Old Man Marley tells the story of how his brother bought the car back in '57, and he delivers. Another line of dialogue again. What the fuck is this movie? He says, My asshole brother bought it back in September 57. That's when you got your new model year in September. Brand new she was. She had the smell of a brand new car. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. I don't know how accurate that is, but okay. (laughs) Who does? We won't go there. We won't go there. 
at all. But it, it is kind of a weird. Now, granted, I have heard older gentlemen say things kind of pervy like that, but nothing like, except for the smell of pussy, man. Except for the smell of pussy. You know what I need? I got candles all around my house. Like you know what just they are just all pussies. Pussy. Just just all, every kind. Exactly. I'm Spady sure there's pussies, some. You know, <laughs> I'm sure there's some out there you do now, not he, want. He did say except for maybe. Okay, he did not say. Oh, like so he verbatim. wasn't for sure. Yeah, he said except for maybe. Pussy. I mean, when's the last time you went to Bed Bath and Beyond and saw a candle that was like pussy? <laughs> Don't you want your house to smell like this? It's the best. <laughs> but we then again, still... when's the last time you saw a candle that was like new car smell? <laughs> we got this three week bad boy it smells just like pussy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So Arnie buys the car, and his parents, for some reason, are really mad that he bought a car. Classic, like overbearing, only child thing, you know. Now, now yeah. granted, these are really played up for this movie. I mean, he talks about how he played Scrabble with his mom earlier in the movie. And how right, she got mad right. He played Felicio. She's clearly they're overbearing, and you know, if he if if I had a seventeen year old kid who just came home and after he bought a car, I would have. I would have questions. I'm not saying I would be like furious about it, but I would be like, "Hey, well, yeah, you but you wouldn't. Buy a car? You wouldn't be as over the top as they're being. No, that's She's very like, true. You will not keep that car in that driveway. And then she even blamed Dennis at some point. I was like, "Yeah, like Dennis is just there. He's like, what the fuck? I didn't do anything. Like, if we were in high school and you bought a car, I I would drop you off and be like, "Hey, Phil, tell me how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be there for the impending argument for this. Yeah, I love how Dennis, he just kind of randomly leaves. But before leaving, he's like, thanks for the milk. <laughs> and end scene. Because, wow, what a way to end the scene. So, yeah, at that point, they, they go and they take them to the garage. Mm-hmm. And the garage owner, I've seen the garage owner somewhere, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was. He was the bus driver in Miss Doubtfire. Oh. Yes, he was. Yeah, I just watched that a few nights earlier before seeing this. And oh, I was like, yes, I damn it. We talked about that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's that guy. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he has. I looked up his filmography. He's been in like a lot of shit. He recently died in like 2013, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. R.I.P. Dar- Darnell. Yeah, and Darnell is weirdly aggressive right off the bat. Yeah. He's like, hey, you fucking kids. I don't want any of you parking your shit cars in my fucking garage. It's you like, whoa, back up, sir. The next what? time you start your car in here without a proper muffler, I'm kicking you right the fuck out. I want to kick your fucking ass and murder your parents. It's like, whoa, Darnell, what? Why? Why? Why the aggression? But yeah, and he, even Dennis had something smart to say. It was like, uh, no smoking in here. It's like, hey, those gentlemen over there smoking. Oh, right that's right. He's like, you want to help your buddy out of here too? And then Dennis is driving Arnie home, and. Arnie's like, yeah, I finally found something uglier than me. <laughs> and this is a great line. Again, Arnie's like, I know what I am. And then Dennis says, queer, maybe, but not ugly. That line aged well. Well, you know, <laughs> especially with the 80s. Well. That kind of, you got to take these things. Like, obviously, sure. that's not, that doesn't really fly today. <laughs> you know, but. I have seen wor- much, much worse. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You know, I was watching Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. And there's a scene where, like, Rosie O'Donnell, she's in that movie. Yeah. She's like, you don't know this guy. For all you know, he could be a, a transvestite something or another. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that would really fly today. No. It's like, no. oh. 
Well, I watched Sleepaway Camp 3 last week. I tweeted out on the Instagram. People yeah, yeah. And uh, Pictures every TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ahead, somebody dropped a hard end bomb. I was like, whoa, this uh, is uncomfortable. They had the ER on the end? Oh, oh wow. R. Hard R. Like four R's on the end? Yes. Oof, jeez. <laughs> Yikes. So now Arnie is rebuilding Christine, and he's slowly turning into a greeter. Yes. You know, his hair's just getting greasier and greasier. He's Oh, in the next scene, he's got you think broken, he has he from broken glasses to like slick back, slick, slick back hair. That's right, yeah. yeah. Do you think he has a switchblade in his pocket yet? Has he Maybe gone like full boot. cliche? Maybe in his boot. Oh, yeah. okay. I wouldn't Not be surprised. Then Dennis asks out Lee in the library, but she says that she has a date. Now, the next scene, Arnie picks up Dennis for a movie, but Arnie is too cool for school now. Oh yeah, he's like you know whatever, bud. I gotta I gotta do, go do some work. I can't look to see if he had cigarettes rolled up into his sleeve at some <laughs> point. <laughs> Arnie's mom tells Dennis that the guy who owned the car before him died in it. Yes, and oh, this, this is my favorite line in the movie. Okay, Dennis says, "Does Arnie know that?" And she says, "Arnie doesn't know anything anymore." <laughs> Give that woman an award. She oh says it, like, frantically, too. Arnie doesn't know anything anymore. Yeah. She just, he doesn't know anything. It's like, oh, my God, who wrote this? Seriously, who wrote this? Uh, who wrote the screenplay? He was Robert Carpenter before. I do remember that. I forgot exactly what. I think he was wrote maybe the, the draft of Firestarter that mm-hmm. Carpenter was supposed to work on. But when they kicked Carpenter off that, he dropped out the project, too. I think that was what happened. Oh, okay. Well, after that, Dennis breaks into Darnell's and the radio turns on. It's kind of a filler scene. Yeah. Arnie shows up to the game. So Dennis is playing football. Yes. Because, you know, cliche characters, jock quarterback guy. And their best friend's always a geeky kid in school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's not a quarterback. He's running He's a wide receiver. Yeah. So <laughs> Arnie shows up to the game with Lee who Dennis had previously hit on and got yes. turned down. She was mm-hmm. like, I got a date. It's mm-hmm. like, but with who? We don't know. No. Well, we find out. When Arnie shows up with Lee in his brand new uh, fixed up car, yeah. Christine's like... She's looking r- what they used to call back in the day, cherry. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking cherry, I tell you. So Dennis goes out for a pass. He's running, and he can't stop looking at Arnie, and then he gets tackled and... Hurts his leg or some shit. Did you think he was about to brain those two for a sec? I thought he was going to just keep running. Like, it's like, I'll give you motherfucker CT or something. I thought he was going to keep... Well, that were, like, scene... Right on there. So that scene with him running, it showed him running for what felt like 100 yards. It's yeah, he like, had a, how he had far an, is he? Yeah, he had an awful 40 time. <laughs> yeah. How, how long is this guy running? It already parked like right on the field. Yeah. Like, I thought it was like, is he about to take these people out? Yeah, I thought he was about to like, you know, tackle Arnie or something. <laughs> But no, he goes up for the ball. The defender goes low and takes his leg out. That's right. Okay, and so after that, they go to the drive-in theater. They go to the date that, that Arnie and Lee wrong. Uh-huh. And they're getting all hot and heavy in the drive-thru, which from what I understand was, was the whole point of the drive-thru, because I've never been, or drive-in, I'm sorry. Yeah, not the drive-thru at McDonald's, Jason. <laughs> so I've never been to a drive-in. Have you ever been to a drive-in? No. There's either. one in Raleigh. There is? Yep. I need to go to that. Still functional today. Nice. But yeah, anyway, they're in the, the drive-in, and they're making out, getting a little hot and heavy, and then she kind of starts feeling uncomfortable when she runs out. Because she thinks the car is watching her? She feels or? uncomfortable in the car. Like She feels that Arnie pays more attention to the car, and she feels like the car is watching her. Mm-hmm. 
And so they go out and they talk about it. Then they go back in. Yeah. To Christine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you jealous of my car, babe? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lee starts... She eats some food and Lee starts choking and like the lights get real bright in the car and the music turns up and Arnie's outside of the car and he can't get back in. This is a hilarious part. A random guy opens the passenger door, pulls out Lee and starts giving her the Heimlich maneuver. What does he do? And Arnie's like, get away from her, motherfucker. It's like your goddamn hands off of. Yeah, it's like, what are you what? No, he's trying to save your girlfriend choking. You were just trying to get in the car so you could give her the Heimlich maneuver. This hero shows up, and now all of a sudden you're like, get away from her, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah I, that's some of the things I don't always necessarily agree with. <sighs> you on this so one, much in like, this yeah, movie this that are like, certainly what? was was didn't make any sense. And he tried to explain himself a little bit later when they get back to her house, but it was like, dude, you fucked up. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, was exactly. When Arnie drops her off, like there's that weird part where he's like, "You just seem sexually frustrated." Yes. Yeah, <laughs> man. There's just so much about this movie. That's yeah, like, it doesn't really play today, but, but maybe in the '80s. Yeah, it was not quite as awkward as this. So <laughs> she kind well, of. Well, you know what you you say in the '80s, but one of my problems with this movie is. Or did it actually take place in the '80s? But yeah. Well, even then, it's like, so it was filmed in the eighties, takes place in seventy eight, but it feels like a fifties movie. Everything to me feels and looks like a fifties movie. Yeah. And it's like, which decade is this movie supposed to be in? Because it doesn't make sense for any decade, really. Yeah. That was another little problem I had. Well, big problem I had with it. Okay. So. There's that. See, I can see what you're saying, but that part didn't necessarily bother me. Like, I, I completely understand what you're saying, that, but it didn't didn't really bother me. That does it not feel like a 50s? Yeah, it does at points, because yeah. the music that's playing the entire time, and they're always in this car, and yeah, the parents like, seem very, like, 50s parents. Yeah, right? and, like, the villain, Mr. John Travolta, yeah. wearing the black, and you got the greaser Yeah, well, that's look. just a Stephen King thing. <laughs> yeah, Stephen yeah. King's all about, like... It, Every bad guy's a greaser with a oh, switch. Yeah. I'm like, did everybody that bullied you just like have a, a Plymouth Fury and just like Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, and John Travolta was the bad guy in Carrie. Holy shit. Bring it around. I'm assuming he had a switch play. It's been a while since I've seen that. Probably movie. We're just gonna say he has a switch play. I'm if gonna cut wrong, you with my switch play. Yeah. Oh my god. If we're wrong, don't even add us there or anything. Yeah, we don't exactly. give a shit on that. <laughs> so they drop off the car in the garage and the three bullies sneak into the garage, and this is when they beat the shit out of the car. <laughs> Not only do they beat the shit out of the car, they shit on the, the dash. Oh, yeah. According to Arnie, he's like, one of them took a shit on my dashboard. It's like, how is that physically? That's what I want to talk about. So the only thing I can th- this is what I, this is what I figured I would have done if I Did was Did he, there. like, shit in his hand and throw it on the dashboard? No, I was thinking, I mean, that's the easy way to do it. But what I was thinking was now that they were smashing the windshield. I oh. figured they, they took the windshield out and they squatted over the dashboard oh. after the windshield was out. You just blew my mind. That's how I would have shit on somebody's <laughs> dashboard. Now, granted, that's I how I'm going to shit on somebody's dashboard. Please don't do it to mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just show up late to the podcast one more time, I might. Okay. Oh. Oh, I was a little late today. Oh, Phil was pretty upset about it. You're late oh, every day. I'm late every day. <laughs> okay. Oh, Phil gets upset about it. All right. 
<laughs> so Arnie is going full greaser at this point. Yeah. He's just he's definitely got a switchblade in that back pocket. Definitely. Yeah. And his car is beat to shit. And this is when we get that lovely dinner scene where his parents are like, We're gonna buy you a new car, Arnie. Don't worry. And Arnie starts blaming his parents for it. <laughs> and he's like, What is what's he say? He's like he, he looks like he's like somebody shit on my dashboard. That's oh, what you yeah. wanted the whole time. Yeah, and he he drops the f bomb hard yeah. at one point. He's like, "I don't give a fuck what you think, mom." <laughs> he's like, "Ooh, he's so edgy now." Yeah, he's too edgy. And <laughs> this this Arnie would let the fellatio play Scrabble because oh. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, no, Ma. Felicia fucking plays in Scrabble now. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> Don't get so between now, me and my dreams, now, babe. Ar- Ar- Artie's like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going upstairs. And then his dad tries to stop him. He's like, listen, mister, you've been disrespectful us once too often. You go back in there and apologize to your mother right now. Hey, take your mitts off me, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, my dad would beat me to a fucking pulp if I did that. Dude. But Same Arnie's with mine. Arnie's pussy. Been... At, oh, Walter would have whooped you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he like, and he would have put a country ass whooping on you. <laughs> it would have put a Green County ass whooping. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a huge mistake <laughs> at that point. If I yeah. speak, oh gosh. And you know what? He would have been right for doing so. Exactly. <laughs> but Arnie's dad just wussies out. He's yeah. like, oh my God, my 80 pound son just threatened me. <laughs> Gosh. And then the best part, he's like, I'm going to go hit the sack. And he's oh, like, yeah. So I was like, okay. Again, this movie is like, okay. <laughs> but we'll let that slide. Because then, well, he goes straight, and this was a cool part. I, this is a cool part, a very cool part of the moment I, movie, I think. Okay, when he goes to the garage to go work on Christine, mm-hmm. which is this was the last shot that they that they filmed for the for the entire movie. The regeneration, the regeneration. Scene. Scene. Okay, I didn't know it was the last shot. Yeah. So he gets there and he's talking to Christine, and then Christine just fixes itself, and it was really cool that it went from being just this beat to shit. Awful thing, and it just looks perfect. Yeah, the regeneration scene—I'll give it that. It looks cool. Yeah, they shot it, but they did reverse shot for it. They had hydraulics, and it was probably mainly a shell of the vehicle. Yeah, they had like hydraulics inside the vehicle, yeah. and they like pulled it in, and they basically reversed that process. And mm-hmm. I mean, it works. It, it does. It looks a little. I don't know. It it works. It does. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and then we get the fat boy death scene. The chubby kid. You know, I guess this is like one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's the only thing that kind of resembles a tense death scene. But here's what drove me crazy about this particular scene, though. All right. He goes, Cunningham, is that you? You're not mad, are you? Yes. Guy who completely totaled his vehicle. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, me and you are are close buds, right? We've known each other forever. Literally. Exactly. Feels like. I'm kidding. Too long. At this Too point. long. <laughs> if you, you know, stab my car up, shit on the dashboard, uh-huh. at the very least, this podcast is going to be over. Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. 
And I drive a, two, a, a Hyundai Sonata. Nothing, nothing <laughs> yeah. about that's going to be a classic car at all. But if you total my car. They should remake Christine with a Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> Hey, you touched my Honda Accord, motherfucker. We're gonna have some problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't come at me all hostile with my car is fucking cherry. The Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> yeah. All the way from South Korea, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, what's your problem with this scene? Well, that line. Oh yeah, that line. that line. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the scene itself isn't too bad. No, I mean, it's a decent cool. chase scene. I kind of like how it's blacked. I know why they did it, so they can hide how the, the person driving it. But I kind of like how it was blacked out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It showed some fury with the Plymouth here. Oh wow! Yeah, the blacked out windows was pretty cool, and also it was for a way. It was a way for them to hide whether or not Arnie was driving, yeah. or if it was just Christine. Yeah, I said I didn't thought about that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this scene is fine. Like, yeah. eventually, Christine runs down this kid, corners it into like a, a in a little alleyway, and Christine runs into him and kills him. Yeah, that's it was as close as you're gonna get to a horror scene in this. It's not scary ever. He brought what? out a switchblade. He did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What was he going to do, stab the hood of the car? <laughs> I saw the other thing. He was like, all right, Cunningham, get out here. And Jesus like, Christ. Is, anytime they start filming a Stephen King movie, or they're like, all right, thanks for signing on to the movie. Here's your switchblade. Here's your switchblade. Here's your switchblade. <laughs> I'm sorry, if like, Is everybody in the new It movie going to have a switchblade? I, I see it, too. If somebody brings out a, a switchblade at any point, I'm oh, going to just be beside myself with laughter. Well, the next Dennis scene, at the hospital. yeah, that's right. We get Dennis at the hospital, and little side note here: why are candles lit in his room? I'm pretty sure that doesn't fly in hospitals, but whatever. This was seventy-eight. The people could still yeah. smoke in hospitals at that point. So yeah, it's a throwaway scene, really. Well, no, I thought it was pretty funny though, because he brings a sixer to the hospital. Of what looks like, does he? Yeah. Did you watch this movie? Yes, I twice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He brings the sixer to the hospital. It looks like it's like old English or something. Mm-hmm. Granny's like he's 17 or 18. But then he pours it, but it's like nothing but head. Like he just pours it straight <laughs> into the thing. And it's just nothing. <laughs> and he like picks it up, starts to drink. And I was like, mm, that's the good stuff. Uh, or now, granted, he's 18, so I don't know shit anyway about beer. But still, he's like pouring it straight to this mug. Yeah. And then he talks to him about, hey, they killed what's his face. And he was like, yeah, sucks about that, doesn't it? Yeah, Arnie's turned into Mr. Captain Badass. Yeah, all of a and he, like, he takes one sip and says, all right, I got to go. I'm not going to hang around here all day, am I? It's like, no, it's just your best friend in the hospital since, you know, <sighs> yeah, October. Yeah, he's, he's too cool for school now. Yeah, and this is when Arnie talks to Lee on the phone, and he, like, cusses her out, calls her a He's like, you fucking bitch. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. Oh, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I'm sorry, babe. Yeah. Like, if I ever said that, he was like, man, fuck you. And oh, I'm so, I love you. It yeah. would not go over well either. Yeah. So Arnie's starting to lose his mind, basically. Yeah. And the next scene, we get, we see Buddy and his friends. They're in the, they're hanging out at the, the gas station. The gas station. Or, now, yeah. here's, a thing about this movie that I'm like, huh, why? It shows the date. It says December 16th when it starts this scene. Yeah. It's I like, why? 
I guess maybe to show a little more passage of time, like why it's, he's taking a gradual process for him to be the villain. Of but the movie, completely unnecessary. Yeah. Like, why did they show the date at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, that so was pretty you, silly. You, yeah, so you see Buddy and his friends hanging out at the gas station, and then Christine shows up, and she's ready to... Christine fucks shit up in this scene. Yeah, yeah, she does. They chase down John Travolta-esque dude. Uh-huh. Great Walmart. Yeah. And he drives all the way to this gas station area. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he's like, get out here, Cunningham, or Cunningham, as they called him. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Oh, good one. Burn. But anyways. And then he stops for a second. And then Christine's like, oh, I'm not coming after you. I want to fuck your car up completely. That's right. So and she just smashes the end of his. Mm-hmm. It was like, was it a Mustang, maybe? Yeah. It's a pretty sweet car. It yeah, it fucked was, it all up. Yeah, fucked it all up. And then he drives into the the garage mm-hmm. and smashes the Mustang up again. And then it starts leaking gasoline. And then there's some poor guy who wasn't even a bully, I don't think. He was just a friend. <laughs> uh-huh. And the station just blows the fuck up. Nice. And then Christine backs out. Which is, is on fire. Which I think is a very cool image. Yeah, it is. Fire. And stunt driver Terry Leonard was driving that car. And he had to drive with blocked out windows while wearing a flame suit. And he didn't know where the fuck he was going. So the, all that whole scene there where you see him backing out yeah. and peeling out, is he's pretty much driving in blackness. <laughs> so props to Terry Leonard, the stunt driver. Your sacrifice was well worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll agree that image of Christine on fire. Mm-hmm. It's it looks cool. It does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that image kind of sticks with you more than any. So, other. are we to say this is probably your favorite part of the movie? I well, because you haven't said anything nice about this movie yet. <laughs> and I was taught if you can't say anything nice, don't record a two and a half hour long podcast. Well, about you it. stick a microphone in my face. I gotta say something. <laughs> it's one of my more liked parts of the movie. Yes. Oh, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, this was amazing. I loved it. But yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. and then It's a cool course, image. Yeah, yeah. It is. And what was the bully's name? Buddy. Buddy. Buddy the bully, that's right. Yeah. So he has to, he, he's on foot now, obviously. He's running around. Yeah. And then Christine's like, no fucks to give at this point. Mm-hmm. And just runs over Buddy. That's right. And he, Buddy just catches fire immediately. Oh, he apparently his clothes are made of kerosene. Yeah. <laughs> Even his skin is made of kerosene. <laughs> yeah. He's fully engulfed in flames just from... that. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, thanks for pointing that out. I forgot about that. <laughs> Like he's hit, and then the second he rolls under the car, is like just in flames. He he's just engulfed, yeah. And then there's like a hard cut. The next scene, <laughs> that's great. Oh, he so Christine just drives into the to the garage. Oh yeah, all smoking, all smoking and, and stuff. And I, as soon as I, and then the garage owner like sees it, and he's like, "What's going?" On? I, as soon as I saw that, I just imagined Christine walking by and going, "Sup." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It kind of rolled in there with that casual attitude. Oh, this? Oh, no, you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. But Darnell, he's going to go investigate with a shotgun. (laughs) So he walks up to the smoking car and opens the door. Nobody's in there, of course. No. Does this kind of confirm that Arnie's not driving? Yes, that's exactly what this did, pretty much. Okay. Or maybe escaped out the side. Who knows? But we'll see. Arnie's not driving. Christine is a sentient being. Yeah. So Darnell opens the door. Nobody's there. And he gets in. 
And we get the greatest death in cinema. A car seat leans forward and crushes somebody against the steering wheel. In this movie's defense, he was a large gentleman and didn't take much. Yeah, okay. What would have been more absurd if he had taken a shotgun next to him and started unloading into it? Like, what would have been more absurd? Uh, <laughs> like, if it started smushing, he was like, and he just grabbed that shotgun and was like, he stopped. Well, <laughs> well, don't make a, a movie about a killer car. <laughs> we could have avoided this all together. I'm starting to think you were in the biggest fan of this movie, too. You think? <laughs> I, I, I can't help it. I do think. Maybe we should have done In the Mouth of Madness instead. Well, you know. <laughs> we could have done Vampires. Yeah. I haven't watched that in a while. I bought it on VHS. I'm pretty stoked to watch it again. I bet nostalgia-wise it'll be a fun watch. Yeah. I, I feel like it probably won't hold up. Sure. Probably not. No. You can, if you watch it, you give a little mini-review next week. And then it cuts to New Year's Eve. Where Dennis kind of like hugs Lee yeah. close. And it's like, oh, okay. I guess this is the thing now. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Artie picks up Dennis. With beer. He's clearly been drinking. Yeah. Drunk. And, and this he's going is, like 90 miles an hour. This is when a whole lot of awkward dialogue ensues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Arnie's drinking. He's drinking a nice warm six-pack. How come in movies every time there are, are mini coolers not a thing in like 80s movies? They're just drinking a fucking... Oh, no, they back like, when people were mean. They, didn't, they, need, they, like, they didn't need cold beer. Yeah, they just like grab grab a beer off the six-pack ring. They're like, yeah. I'll, I'll drink a warm beer. I don't give a shit. And then Arnie is going crazy pants at this point. Crazy pants? Yeah, crazy pants at this point. He's talking. Well, Arnie pulls a fight club at one point. He lets go of the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you crazy son of a bitch. He's like, hey, Dennis, watch. And he just lets go. <laughs> That's like when you know, ooh, we got a crazy man on our hands. <laughs> What was the line he said? Nothing's be- oh, nothing's better than driving behind their own car, except maybe pussy. Except maybe pussy. What is with this movie and maybe pussy? I mean, have you ever watched the movie? Nothing's better than watching the movie, except maybe except pussy. maybe pussy. I'm gonna start saying that line every day. Speak, and then look the next. Okay, this makes no fucking sense. But then the next scene, we see Dennis carving into the hood of the car. He's like, "Meet me at Darnell's." He's carved that into the hood with a screwdriver. He just wanted to make sure that he was giving his attention. Well, that scene before, it cuts so suddenly. They're yeah, just really driving did. around. It's like, cut. Yeah. Carving into the hood of the car. Yeah. Oh, almost forgot. Arnie delivers that stupid fucking speech talking about love has a ferocious appetite. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he like gives that whole little speech, you know? Yeah. And look, here's... I think my one of my biggest problems with this movie is Keith Gordon. I mean, yeah. I guess he did everything as best as he could. Yeah. But I just don't buy him, and I can't. I just want to punch his stupid fucking face he throughout al- this entire movie. Also had that fantastic line: "Being a parent, part of the, the just being a parent is trying to kill your kids." He says that. Yeah. So Dennis carves into. Arnie's hood. Meet me at Darnell's. Yeah, meet me at Darnell's. And that's when him and Lee, they get a big loader, like a huge loader. Yeah, they hotwire a bulldozer Yeah, at Darnell's. They're in their wedding, and Christine, lo and behold, she shows up. 
Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, and the windows are blacked out. That's right. So you're like, oh, shit. It's not Arnie in there. It's just Christine. Mm-hmm. And Christine is trying her darndest to kill Lee. Her darndest. Her darndest to kill Lee. <laughs> so it's trying to hit her, trying to run over her. And it's even going like through the loader and like just trying to get after her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at one point, this loader comes down on Christine to do a little smashing. But Christine gets away. That's right. And it still comes after Lee again. And it goes into the office. Yep. And smashes into the office. And Arnie flies out of the front window. And the whole time it was Arnie trying to kill his girlfriend. Yep. And then he flies out. He's got a piece of glass in his side, and I guess that kills him. Yeah. Well... I mean, yeah. I watched Lord of the Chaos, and it took at least 30 stabs before he died. Yeah, good riddance. I <laughs> I wish something really bad happened to Arnie. I wanted to see him, like, just torn to shreds by wild wild dogs or something. I mean, I really hate his character in this. Even geeky Arnie? With All of it. Oh. I, ju- <laughs> I just hate him through and through. You know who he reminds me of? Did you ever watch Nathan for you? Mm-hmm. That might be yes. like my favorite show of all time. I think I've watched every episode at least three times. I haven't watched every but episode, but he, I've watched a couple, yeah. He kind of reminds me of him a bit. Really? Yeah, but I love Nathan Felder. But you, so, hate, you hate Keith Gordon. Yes. I just can't. I, I can't. Can't. I can't. I can't even. You can't even. At this point, Christine mm-hmm. tries to, to get out, but the loader comes out of nowhere and drags Christine to the middle, and it smashes and rolls over the Christine. That's right. And then they put Christine into one of those cube things. What are they called? Like uh, a compactor. A compactor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how they kill Christine. They, they kill run Christine. over it with a bulldozer. and Or do they kill Christine? Or do they? Because. Is a sequel going to come out, what, 30 years later now? No. no. I wouldn't think so. I hope not. No. But yeah, uh, somebody walks back and. One of the little motors kind of moves a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you kind of think, uh oh. Oh, this car ain't dead. And roll credits. Oh, not just roll credits. What do they play over credits? Bad to the bone. Da-da-da-da-da. Of course they do. Yes, the movie's over. Thank fuck. It was almost two hours. It didn't need to quite be that quite that long. But Yeah, it was kind of a long movie. So, it. Jason, what do you give this movie Six out of ten? Six and a half? Yep. Jesus Christ. What? I thought you were going to give it like a eight. No, nah, I don't like it that much. Why'd you pick it? I thought you liked this movie. I like this movie. I mean, six and a half is a respectable score, I feel like. Boy, if you give it a six and a half, I was going to be generous and give it a four. I'll give it a Whoa, three. Is that bad? I, Dude, I don't like this movie at all. Actually, I, I give so, it a seven. It's one of those movies, I feel like, all right, Do you ever have you ever watched one of those movies when you're an adult? And you thought to yourself, if I were a kid, yeah, and I'd seen this when I was like, I don't know, eight, I yeah. would have loved this a lot more. Yeah, it would have been that movie. Like, what's that? Remember that movie with the killer car? Oh yeah, and it would have had like that significance to it. Oh yeah. But watching this as a thirty-one-year-old dude now, I'm like, this is a piece of shit. I hate this movie. You hate it? I kind of do. I'm, really? I'm not gonna lie. I mean. Th- Weirdly enough, the second time I watched it, I liked it a little. Three, dude, that's ridiculous. A three? That's what you I'll have. give it a four. I'm not going any higher I'm than a four. I'm going seven then. Okay. Moving up to a seven. Give it a seven. Four? I'll, four, yes. Hard four. So this is the, the movie you like the least out of any movie we've done so Clearly. far. Clearly. 
Clearly. Wow. Yeah. I, I got to give it a four. I'm sorry, people out there that were like, what? Oh, my God, that movie's great. It's like, I'm glad that you like it. Okay, well, I can Sorry, understand. I keep it real. We keep it real keep here it on really the Spook real. House. I'm sorry. So what do you like other than Halloween? I like a lot of stuff, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Halloween and KK Foss. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I like a lot of stuff. Right. I know you enjoyed the movie we're doing next, buddy, though. Prince of Darkness? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like P.O.D. And no, <laughs> and no, not the early 2000s new metal band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, uh, dude. Christine just doesn't do it for me. I, I tried. I really, I, I, I watched it with an open mind. I was like, okay. Yeah. Show me what you got. It's for the record, Alyssa thought it was equally a piece of shit. Really? Like, she hated it. Like, we turned to each other about 15 minutes in, and we're like, oh, my God, I got to talk about this piece of shit. <laughs> well, sometimes those are the ones the easy ones to talk about. Like, this is fucking stupid. This one wasn't. This was torture. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is not torture. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I might be a little too hard there. But no, you gave it a four. You got to stand by it. You know what I think would have helped it a lot more? Okay. You know Kevin Bacon was supposed to... I did read that. That yeah. would have helped a lot, I, I feel think. like it would have been a good choice, although sometimes I don't know if I could have bought Kevin Bacon as a geek at the beginning of the movie. Like I could have yeah. bought him an asshole greaser. Put some glasses on him, make him like cliche nerd from the 80s. at the time, because he wasn't really... He was just an animal house in Friday the 13th. You know, at the yeah. time, maybe he could have been... Before she yeah. left us to Footloose. I just Curly. really hated Keith Gordon. I hated everything about him. What about Dennis? He's like kind of Captain Dirtface. <laughs> what about <laughs> Kelly Preston? She was okay. Yeah, I guess In she was good. Scenes. Yeah, she was. Yeah. You know who's the best actress was Arnie's mom. She Dude, blew me away. <laughs> she blew me away. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Yeah. His dad, though, kind of a spineless tool. A little pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. So, okay. So, I know this is probably your least favorite John Carpenter movie. Mm-hmm. Where would this land on your Stephen King ranking? Bottom of the barrel. This movie just wasn't for me. Not my cup of tea. If you love the movie, I'm glad that you do. I kind of get why you like it. So, what was your first car, Phil? Oh, my first car was a Ford Probe. And if you're listening, thinking, hey, I've never heard of a probe, <laughs> you're right, because car. they all died within 100,000 miles. I don't think any Ford probe ever made it. I, like, I, the I, transmissions just fucked up on them. It was a piece of shit. I mean, it's also kind of low, so it would kind of scrape the speed bumps in the high school parking lot. Well, I kind of, it was a hand-me-down car from my brother. Yeah. And he, like, had some work done to it, so yeah, it was. Okay. Mine was also a hand-me-down from my mother. It was a... Chevrolet Cavalier. Oh, I remember that. The Cavy, as we called it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That thing got around. Yeah. Nothing that was better than that car, except maybe pussy. <laughs> except maybe <laughs> pussy. Yeah. I'm a Honda man these days, you know? After that first car, I've owned like three Civics. Yeah. An Accord. I don't know. I like Hondas. I had a Nissan Altima for a while, and it was my nice car. Yeah. We're going around. Now sure. I've, now I've upgraded to a Hyundai, so not a... Ooh. All right. Big baller. Oh, yeah. And so, also, because his first job was in this movie, what was your first job, Phil? Hardee's. I remember that. In Kinston. Yep, oh, I, I was like 16. Too. I hated it. 
He's making burgers. Do you remember what you made an hour? Whatever the minimum wage was at that time. I was like seven. Five fifteen. Oh, it, oh, it might have been five. Yeah, I think this was before they made the jump. Remember, it was like five fifteen. Now it's like it's still seven twenty five. I don't know what it is now. But I, I think it is seven twenty five still. Wow. Dude, can you imagine working forty hours a week for seven twenty five? Mm, That's my heart goes out to those people. Right? Not even four hundred bucks before taxes. That's awful, man. My first job was wait, not even three hundred bucks. No, probably not. It's no, taxes. And <laughs> holy you probably shit! Got, and working forty hours, so you're getting health insurance too. So that's going to be like probably fifty bucks taken out of your paycheck too. Gosh. Welcome to the downfall of America <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Anyways, need for this get depressing. Anyways, my first job was running my cousin's produce stand. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Nice summer job in North Carolina, which means it got hot as fuck outside. That's right. And I was slinging watermelons. <laughs> nice. Yes, watermelons and peaches mainly. Right on. And that's what I did. I'd sat I there remember by that. all day. I was 15 when I got the job. I used to ride by that road, ride down that road sometime, and I'd see you out there and be like, huh, look at Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Sit out there like a dumbass. 98 degrees outside. <laughs> what a dumbass. What a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> then I upgraded to watermelon picker. Oh. <laughs> Join the big leagues. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was my first job. Like I said, my first car was a Chevrolet Cavalier, and it was totaled in a tornado. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's what happened to that car. What happened to your pro? Were you living there? I had just moved back to my parents briefly. So side note, in 20, was it 14? 11? 2011, yeah. a tornado ripped through Greene County, North Carolina, oh, yeah. and it blew down our middle school. And Jason lived right down the street from the, our middle school. Yes. And it blew his house down. Yeah. And I guess it took well, your I car briefly with moved back in Sorry my parents. Laugh. Yeah. I, I briefly moved back in my parents' house because I'm a cool guy. And it just so happens when I did, well, like, within like the first month or two, a tornado came through, which we don't, at the time, we didn't get, we didn't get in North Carolina. Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> and it just, like, completely totaled my house and a tree fell on the, the, the Cavalier. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I remember I had my Pixie CD in there and I didn't get it out. Well, <laughs> the greatest tragedy of all. Yeah, I know, exactly. Did it regenerate like Christine? No. No? They probably just got crushed in there. Doolittle. It was Doolittle by the Pixies, which was one of my favorite uh, records. Well, got bummer. Yeah, bummer. So what happened to the probe? Do you remember? It got to the point where it needed so much work done, it was like better to just like junk it, basically. Oh, right. I remember you got a graduation, you got a car. I think it was like, yeah, this thing needs a new transmission. Yeah. But it's like, well, a new transmission is worth more than this actual car yeah. is. So at that point, it's like, yeah, let's get rid of this piece yeah. of shit. Yep. So, story of my first car. Yeah. Had some good times in it, though. Yeah. Had a killer sound system. I was jamming Slipknot like a motherfucker. That, that thing. I remember every little spot because we would drive around the parking lots and those things. They uh-huh. like start blasting your music a little bit, and everybody and like the teachers that were like trying to get everybody to leave small because that parking lot was small for all the cars. Oh right? yeah, they would try to. It feels know, just jamming Heretic Anthem by Slipknot <laughs> loud as fuck. <laughs> I, I just remember once I was like, "Fuck you, and teacher!" Like, and I forgot who it was. They just looked at you like they like turn it down, turn it down. <laughs> And they're like they're like uh, moving an imaginary nozzle in there. <laughs> turn it down. Turn it down. Fuck you. <laughs> Do what you tell me. I've got so much edge. I'm like dead <laughs> from mayhem. Oh, dude, if I grew up in the eighties, I'd totally have a switchblade in my pocket in high school. You'd have a Trans Am as well. I'd hope so. <laughs> Only the cool guys had Trans Am. Exactly. 
<laughs> doing burnouts in the parking lot. Yeah. All right, so I think we've just about driven this podcast into the ground. Yeah. Oh, I want to give a shout out to uh, our new our friends Terror Cast. They're also another horror, but they don't do just horror movies. Uh huh. But they do some other recent things too. Oh, cool. And uh, they've uh, they're pretty cool. Pretty cool guys. Uh, so to give them a listen if you're into that. Yeah, kind of shout out to TerrorCast. Check them out. And also our hometown friends here, yeah. The Idiot Review. R-E-V-U-E. That's right. They review movies, not just horror movies, but sometimes. And they're cool fucking dudes. Yeah, so they are. give them a listen. They had a, a, a good review on Midsummer recently. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Idiot Review. You guys are killing it. Nice. So should we start a turf war with Idiot Review? Oh, we want I mean, we're both war? Raleigh NC podcast. Oh, we should totally do it. So should we like pull up to their headquarters, like Spook House, motherfucker? Like <laughs> shoot them up? <laughs> no, it should be more like you remember on the Office when they go up to uh, was it Poughkeepsie and have the turf? Was it Poughkeepsie? Uh, no, it was Ithaca, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they try to do the prank war with, with the guys. fake mustaches and all yeah, that. And oh yeah. Find out Rashida Jones is pregnant. Yeah, we're coming for you, idiot review. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. No, <laughs> well, only one and only one room for one podcast. That's right. In one, the capital of North Carolina. Or we could team together and take down what's that big criminal? Pro- criminal. We're coming for criminal. Yeah, we're teaming up with idiot review. We're gonna fuck up criminal. Anybody else, Jason? No, that's it. So yeah, all right, cool. Cast. Listen, give those guys listen to really good horror podcasts and Idiots Review. Uh, they do horror movies. Some the Idiot Review. Sorry, Idiot Review. Yeah, and they also are very. It's a kind of a roundtable thing with those guys when they talk about movies. It's a lot of fun to listen to it. Well, we are going to talk about Prince of Darkness next week. Yeah. So if you have Shutter, give that a watch. You can get a free trial for a week. Yeah. And after that, it's only like five bucks. It's so worth your five bucks a month. Too. Yeah. Do you hate horror movies? No, you don't. No, which you is don't. why you're listening. So subscribe to Shutter. Hashtag sponsors. So <laughs> please watch Prince of Darkness, and we will meet you back here next week. So until then, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. This has been the Spook House. See ya later. <laughs>